At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What is going on, people? Welcome into another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us on this Wednesday evening. And a big shout out to our new affiliate, VSIN and Rush Hour, welcomes ESPN Asheville to our growing network of radio stations across the country. Those in Asheville and throughout Western North Carolina can now listen to Rush Hour each weekday on AM 880, AM 1400, and 92.9 FM. ESPN Asheville is the market's top-rated sports station. We're very excited to be a part of their lineup and hopefully get you some nice winners and some good information along the way. And while we're looking to do that tonight, potentially with a lot to kind of gaze into for the second half of the Major League Baseball season, because that's how we'll kick things off. We'll take a look at some of these odds to make the playoffs for some of these borderline teams, right? The second teams in the divisions. Take the Cardinals, for example, a squad like that. What are their chances to make the postseason? How are those correlated with the odds? We'll get into that to begin the show. Afterward, we'll carry that over a tad bit with host of the D.C. City cast, Frank Hanrahan. And not only are we going to touch on some baseball with our guy, Frank, but we also got plenty of NFL to hit. His thoughts on his team's new quarterback, Carson Wentz, and the NFC East overall. Um, and then if we have some other time, we'll just see if he's got any futures throughout the NFL aside from the NFC East. Speaking of some bets we can look forward to, 30 minutes from now, Matt Eumann's fellow VEASAN host has some plays for the 3M Open. We know Matt loves betting some golf, and, well, we got limited stuff to bet on this week, so we got to cash in hopefully on the links tonight, or rather get in our bets tonight and cash in later this weekend, but that will be in 30 minutes with Matt Eumanns, and if we have some time, we'll squeeze in a little bit of college football. I know he's released his top Big Ten teams, so we'll get his thoughts on that. And then the end of the show, we'll go to the NFL with another division preview. This time, it's going to be the AFC South. All right, We know the Colts are at the top of that division. Are they the rightful favorite? How would I bet their win total? And what are their odds to make the playoffs? All of that will be discussed and plenty more throughout the next 60 minutes. But like I said, let's jump into it talking baseball and you know we were talking with Paul Sporer yesterday and Paul Sporer is a contributor over at Fangraphs and I always like to use Fangraphs to get a lot of information in terms of the analytics stats and what have you in terms of helping you get a better edge when it comes to betting and what they do also that's really cool is give you the odds or the chances, however you want to call it, but the percentage, the chances that these teams are going to make the playoffs, all the teams in Major League Baseball. 
And they do it with the strength of schedule, uh, remaining strength of schedule, and just kind of all these things that help you get an idea of what to expect out of each respective team. So uh, basically looking at this, we're going to narrow it down to the National League today. And if we have a segment that we can fill in tomorrow, we'll look at the American League. And I'm not going over a lot of teams, just a handful that I think are very interesting in terms of their odds to make the postseason right now. So the way they do it, mainly that kind of gives you a good idea also, aside from the percentages of making the playoffs is a good tool being strength of schedule and basically fan graphs has his estimation of the difficulty of each team's remaining schedule they take the average neutral opponent winning percentage of each of the team's remaining opponents uh, weighted by how many times they play that respective team so that's what it's going to mean when we're looking at the strength of schedule with that winning percentage so let's go ahead and begin in our neck of the woods here being the NL Central. So the Brewers right now at the top of the division, granted they have not looked pretty heading into this All-Star break, but a team that has kind of been on the opposite trajectory and could present some value are the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals currently reside at 50 and 44 as of this moment. They're a half game back from Milwaukee. They're tied for the third wild card spot with the Philadelphia Phillies. They're two back from San Diego in that second spot. And if you look for the second half, their strength of schedule, 482 is that winning percentage. The only team that has an easier strength of schedule for the remaining games in Major League Baseball is the Chicago White Sox. They're at 470. But the Cardinals right now at Fangraphs are at 482. So they clearly have the easiest remaining schedule in their division. What they also offer you is their projected wins that they're going to end up with and the projected losses. And 85.5 is the number for the wins. 76.5 is the number for the losses. Their percentage, meaning their chance that they make the postseason this year, is set at 52%. Their chances to win the division is 37%. And then Fangraphs has their chances to win the World Series at 1.4%. So if you look at Bet Rivers, they're offering you the odds to make the playoffs. And I know a lot of books are offering you the adjusted win totals. I'm not as inclined to look in that direction as I would be for the odds to make or miss the playoffs. But uh, we'll kind of just focus in on the postseason. Maybe we'll revisit the win totals. But right now, the odds to make the playoffs for St. Louis at Bet Rivers, the yes is the favorite, minus the buck 62. The no's at plus 130. Now, if you do shop around, the best number on the yes I saw was minus 140. Conversely, for the no, the best value you can get is plus 140. I honestly have not been completely sold on St. Louis, but based on what we've seen from Milwaukee, I'm getting more and more tempted as the days go on. I mean, I thought Milwaukee would pull this thing out, and there's still plenty of time, of course, but I figured they have the better pitching, which will eventually come around in a consistent fashion, and no, their offense isn't going to blow anybody away, but because of how dominant their pitching is, that will be enough to claim the NL Central. But now when you got a guy like Josh Hader struggling and just absolutely losing it, well, that changes things. Yes, one guy being Josh Hader can absolutely alter a season for a team like the Milwaukee Brewers. Maybe this reset helps him. Who knows? But the Cardinals do have the better bats. Their pitching was kind of a concern in my eyes looking at St. Louis. But, hey, if you're a fan of any NL Central team, you know every single year, damn near, the St. Louis Cardinals are going to be competing toward the end of the season or that top bid in the NL Central. So again, you could get a number at about minus 140 to make the postseason, but instead of that, I feel like if you want to kind of invest in this Cardinals team, wouldn't you just bet them to win the division right now at plus 130? That's the number you can get at Bet Rivers. Again, what, they're two games back from the second wild card team, and they have to overcome the Phillies to get in that third spot as it sits right now. So you're kind of battling a few teams. I mean, you're going to be battling a lot of teams for the wild card spot. So instead of worrying about all of those teams, if you take the plus 130 for the division, not only are you getting a better price, but maybe more of a realistic opportunity to overcome that team and control your destiny a tad bit more because you're going to be seeing them frequently, the Milwaukee Brewers, versus battling all those other teams in the National League. They control their own fate a little bit more so because they get to play against the Brewers several times. You're getting a better plus price, and Milwaukee isn't looking that good. So, hey, if you think the Cardinals come alive here in the second half, I do think they find a way in the postseason probably. But my route as of this moment would be looking at the division price at plus 130 as opposed to making the playoffs, yes, minus 140. And look, 
the Brewers could come alive and he could lose that bet, but I'm definitely not as tempted to lay that minus 140 price. I get that you have maybe that more security because you get them either to win the division or the wild card if they weren't to win the division, but again, I think if they're going to make it, they have a really good chance of doing so via winning the NL Central. But that's how those numbers are looking right now for the Cardinals. Uh, let's take it out to the NL West now. You got the Giants, who are at 48-43. and 43. Now, a very tough division, as we know. They're 12 and a half games back from the Dodgers, a half game back from being in the wild card. They have the easiest schedule remaining in their respective division. 496 is their strength, the schedule. Uh, their projected wins is at 86.3. Projected losses is 75.7. They got a 53% chance of making the playoffs, courtesy of fan graphs. 1% chance to win the division. 2.5% chance to win the World Series. Better chance to win the World Series than their own division. Their odds to make the playoffs, we've seen the yes at about plus 140. The no minus a buck 70 when it comes to the Giants. Look, at this price, I would only bet the yes, but I'm honestly hoping they end up doing a lot better and they get on a little bit of a run, and then I would look to bet the no at a better price. I didn't have that high of expectations with the Giants coming into this season. Not that last year was a fluke, but it was more of an anomaly, and you kind of were thinking they were going to not relive what they had last year with all of those heroics and a great regular season record. So uh, I'm not betting it right now, but I'm waiting to see what pans out with the Giants and then may jump in on the no if we get a good price at even money or better. Now the Phillies, this team I think is going to be the biggest one to keep an eye on. I got a bet on the Phillies to make the postseason before the Major League Baseball season began. And right now, like we said, they're tied in that third wild card spot with the Cardinals. They're eight and a half games back from the division-leading New York Mets. They currently sit at 49 and 43. Their strength of schedule is at 504. They're tied for the easiest remaining schedule with the Mets in their division. Their projected wins, 85.6. Projected losses at 76.4. Now, Fangraphs has their chances to make the postseason at 45%, lower than the other two teams. Okay, uh, to win the division, less than a percentage. And to win the World Series, about 2% chance is what they're giving the Phillies. And what Bet Rivers has given you, if you think they make the playoffs, even money. Now, if you think they miss the postseason, the no is minus 125. You can get as low as minus 102 if you shop around out there. I think you got to wait to see how this Phillies team comes out. They definitely hit a slight bump when Bryce Harper was taken out of the lineup, and it may still be a while till you get Bryce Harper back in the mix. Instead of waiting for Bryce Harper, what you got to pay attention to right now is how are their pitchers going to be doing? Can Nola keep this success going? Can Zach Wheeler keep being a top dog for this lineup? And can you get a guy like Nick Castellanos to finally produce offensively, keep Schwarber and the rest of the gang going, and Hoskins, if he can stay consistent, this team can't compete with anybody. But you need all those moving parts to correlate. And if you think they can, then yeah, I like that even money price. I'm not going to double dip because I'm already invested. But if I hadn't, this may be a good look to do so for the yes at even money with the Philadelphia Phillies. So, man, it's going to be fun. We'll see how these numbers adjust. And the NL East, we know this division's going all over the place. The Mets, hey, maybe they'll come down to an appropriate price. Bet Rivers has them minus 159 to win the division. All the other books have minus 190. So that may be a bet depending on how that number moves. But let's get into it a little bit more. Frank Hanrahan, very familiar with this division. We'll pick his brain about these odds, his top teams in baseball, and a little bit of football next. Right here, it is Rush Hour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available. And you'll be set up with multiple episodes a week along with great local sports betting content. Well, speaking of great sports betting content, we're bringing on a man who delivers that on a daily basis. He is a host of the D.C. City Cast, being Frank Hanrahan at J. Frank Hanrahan, where you could follow him on the tweets. And, Frank, it works out perfectly that we're bringing you on because I was just concluding the first segment talking about uh, some of these teams' odds to make the playoffs, and I was looking at the Phillies as we were hitting the break. And, man, this this Philadelphia team, it, they've been back and forth. But in the macro sense of things with the NL East, this division has been quite the whirlwind, right? I mean, you got the Mets at the top. at bet Rivers are minus 159. The Braves plus 125 and I mean the Phillies are 32 to 1 to win the division but we are of course just assuming they could get in with the wild card when you look at these prices for the NL East are you tempted with anything as of this moment yeah I would say Philadelphia at at what plus 3200 why not they're only eight and a half games out of first place 49 and 43 they do not have Bryce Harper he's saying he's going to come back hopefully by the end of the season I, you know, we've chatted about this before. I always am hesitant to take favorites or near favorites. Uh, the Mets only two and a half up on the Braves. Now I've watched a lot of the Braves, Mets, Phillies play our Nationals, and these guys can rake. So if somebody gets a hotter bat than another team, you never know. So I like the value in the Phillies at plus thirty two hundred to win the NL East. It may not happen, but hey, it's 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 not a bad a value play if you want to do that. Hey, I hear you. We've seen crazier things happen and crazy things we've seen happen in Major League Baseball happen with your Nationals a couple of seasons back. And uh, there is some maybe nonsense, whatever you want to call it, going on with the whole Juan Soto situation. But, you know, what's kind of the temperature there around this Nationals team with this Juan Soto situation? I mean, what was it, 15 years for $440 million And he's saying he doesn't want to sign that right now. He's not going to become a free agent until 2024. I mean, again, what is everybody thinking is going to happen with this whole debacle <laughs> yeah it is it's a debacle man like a week ago the gm went on a local radio station and said we're never trading juan soto it's never going to happen and guess what a week later how fast things can change it's really sort of getting to the point of nonsensical 
uh, nonsense. Did you hear the story about how his agent, Scott Boris, is upset that the Nationals didn't get him a charter flight to the All-Star game, that he had to fly <laughs> commercial to the All-Star game and got into L.A. at 1.30? Boo-hoo. Uh, but it's getting that petty. And when it gets that petty, as a fan, you're going, uh, this may not end well. And as a Nationals observer, as a fan, the one thing this team had going for them, Danny, was Juan Soto. Hey, there are 30 games under 500, but you got Juan Soto. And now if they actually make the move and they ship this guy out, which is a high possibility, this franchise, you know, is not going to compete for at least four to five years. So it it's to the point right now where everybody, I think, is uh, hoping that they can get this thing resolved. But I don't. I think that that bridge has been crossed. I think Juan Soto is not going to be a national, which is which is crazy to think uh, a year or two ago that this guy was going to be the cornerstone of your franchise for ten to fifteen years. Now they break it down. What you know, fifteen, thirteen years, four forties, only thirty million dollars a year. I think the asking price that they want in Soto's camp is to start forty-five million dollars a year, and when you average that out, that's way short of what the Nationals are offering. So this could get nasty, or it could just get cleaned up and they can ship them out for a load of prospects and just say, the heck with it, we can't afford that. But to, to, to the whole situation, Danny, it's just a whole cluster you-know-what. And that's unfortunate for a franchise that really needs a boost in a positive direction, and this is clearly not that. Yeah, and man, I mean, it's really going to be nuts to see what happens, if anything happens by the end or as we get near to the trade deadline. And we're seeing this going to be exciting naturally every year, but with all the top contending teams, of course, the Dodgers, Yankees always in those sweepstakes. But I think when you look at the other angle of it for us sports betters, Frank, because I kind of apply this with the Cubs, like you get these struggling teams who in the second half, you know, they're going to be bringing up prospects, so they'll be competitive. Take a look at the Pirates. But a team like the Cubs, they're not really having anybody to bring up and making me want to bet them in the second half. I think it's just only going to get worse. When you kind of have a team like the Nationals, do you think they fall into that category, especially now with this whole Juan Soto situation? Yes. <laughs> they won twice in July. So actually on the DC CityCast, I was saying, hey, take whoever the Nationals are playing, even if it's minus 230, even if the Braves are minus 250. Uh, they finally got one before the All-Star break on a Sunday. But this is where this franchise is even with Juan Soto. Their pitching is struggling. Their bats haven't come alive. And if they are thinking about shipping out Juan Soto, certainly that hovers over the team, hovers over the franchise. So moving forward, from a betting perspective, I would be hammering whoever the Nationals are playing from here on out. I think they have, what, 70 games left. You know, you got pretty good odds if you bet against the Nats uh, moving forward. Yeah, can't blame anybody who's following that strategy. Uh, Frank, we want to shift over to football here because, you know, you have some, of course, I, I guess I don't know what the right word to use is because every time we talk about the Commanders with you, you and I kind of share some laughs because, well, first of all, it was just getting your thoughts on the name, the Commanders, and it was a whole quarterback situation. But you got to now trust Carson Wentz. He's got your Commanders for the NFC East at the odds of 5-1. to one. Ahead of them are the Eagles at plus 180 and the Cowboys at plus 125. By the way, the G-Men are plus 750. Have your thoughts changed at all throughout the course of this summer, whether it's more optimism toward the commanders uh, or maybe kind of the opposite of that going, man, it's going to be a long season? That's a really good question. It was good that they signed Terry McLaurin, the wide receiver, to a, a legitimate contract and show that they are interested in keeping their own. They've kept a lot of their defensive players as well. I think it will really come down to the play of Carson Wentz, and that has not changed for me one iota. I think their defense will be better, but as we know in this league, you got to have something at least a little bit potent on offense, and Carson Wentz still terrifies me. Uh, <laughs> as a better, as a fan, as an observer, you, you just see too many mistakes. Now, we've chatted about this. They hope that they can rein Carson in and make him a better quarterback. I still have my doubts. So my my thought process hasn't really changed that much with the commanders. What's their total at? Like seven and a half uh, wins for the year. But here's the thing. This will be the big litmus test. The first two games out of the shoot, Danny, they're favored against Jacksonville and against Detroit. If they can actually win those first two games, then maybe I'll start changing my, my, my mind about them. But if they go one and one in the first two, I'm saying it's going to be a long season. Or Owens. Because they're been – 
<laughs> yeah, no, and, and you're right. I mean, that's like the perfect kind of area to go, okay, is this team actually going to be competitive or are they just going to disappoint you right to the very end? I mean, Jacksonville could be a little bit more competitive and same with Detroit, but still on paper, teams you should probably beat. So, yeah, the Commanders 5-1 to one right now to win the division. Like you said, about 7.5 with their win total. Uh, should be interesting to see what happens with that squad being led by Carson Wentz. And, Frank, I was just going to say then before we get you out of here, because we've been talking about it a lot, but, you know, looking at the entirety of the NFL, I'm sure you've kind of gone through it yourself in these summer months, but has there been any top futures play that you like, whether it's a win total player award uh, to win the Super Bowl, any team, any bet that has made the top your list? Yeah, I don't know what, what it is about. Tom Brady coming back for one or at least one more year, right? And they are what the second uh, best odds of winning the Super Bowl, which is crazy. This is a guy who it, it, he tapped out and now he's back. And look how uh, we think that Tampa Bay is going to do. So that is actually a bet that I would actually be watching uh, moving forward, taking Tampa Bay to win the whole thing. And I'm curious to see about Buffalo because I think they're the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. Can they take that next step? Because they had such a soul-crushing loss in the playoffs last year. And the Bills for so many years have had soul-crushing defeats in the playoffs. So that would be actually one of the bets that I'm going to make before the season. Tampa Bay to win the whole thing just because – but how old is Tom Brady now? 44. And just like that, they're right back in the mix. So I think the Bucks <laughs> is really going to pique my interest in this season. Yeah, Bucks plus 750 right now at Bet Rivers. The Bills plus 650. Yeah, I'm pretty high on Buffalo, as most people are. Should be fun yeah. to watch Josh Allen go out there and dominate and, of course, see the same vintage Tom Brady out there year after year. So can't wait. We're getting closer, and uh, I'm sure we'll have you on plenty more as we get nearer to the football season to keep previewing the Commanders and the rest of the NFC East. But until next time, Frank, again, thank you for making time, and best luck with all your plays, my friend. Awesome. Thanks, man. You got it. Frank Hanrahan, folks, make sure you follow him on Twitter at JFrankHanrahan. Again, he is the host of the D.C. CityCast, all things D.C. He has got you covered. Man, we are getting close, though, and we'll be talking plenty more football. Remember, like we said at the beginning of the show, uh, our final segment will be going into a new division tonight, being the AFC South. So we'll take a look into the Colts. Their win total, odds to make the playoffs, and their odds to win the division. Are the Titans a team that's going to take a step back? Are the Colts the rightful favorite? And can a team like the Jags actually be competitive? We'll be hitting that the next couple of days. But what we'll also be hitting next is a little bit of golf. Our guy Matt Eumann is going to be joining us to preview the 3M Open, his top place for that, and a little bit of college football action with Mr. Eumann. Stick around. That coming next on Rush Hour. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSN Summer Special is here, and for only $19, you get everything VSN has to offer from right now till the end of July. If you sign up today, you'll get VSN's daily best bets, which includes Adam Burke's top plays in Major League Baseball, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf. UFC, and NASCAR. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, which also features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So check it out now at VEASAN.com slash summer. That's V-S-I-N.com slash summer. Welcome back to Rush Hour. Danny Burke, your host. Appreciate you being with us. I'm broadcasting live, as always, here out of the Bat River Sportsbook in Displays, Illinois. We are in those uh, kind of dry periods now in the summer during the MLB All-Star break, but we still got plenty of things to wager on, and that being some golf. We got the 3M Open up in Minneapolis uh, this upcoming weekend and look it was a great tournament this past weekend and uh, we're hoping to get you some winners here so that's why we're bringing in our pal Matt Humans, who you could follow on Twitter at Matt Humans 247 uh, Matt I know you talked about this a little bit earlier today but we'd love if you could kind of recap your assessment for this tournament maybe give a little bit of background for this course and then some of the guys who are making the top of your betting list for this weekend yeah, Danny, uh, your producer contacted me to come on your show today, and I said, boy, you must be desperate. I know it's a slow sports <laughs> day on the calendar, but you really want to come on and talk about the 3M Open in Minneapolis? 
I know there's not much else to talk about, so let's do it. It's a TPC Twin Cities. If you're a um, if you're a bomber off the tee, you've got an advantage on this course. And uh, last year, Cameron Champ, who's long off the tee, won this tournament, and he was a triple digit. So I think uh, around 125 to one. Wes Reynolds has got the full write up in uh, Point Spread Weekly, our digital magazine, this week. And uh, the last three winners of this tournament have been long shots and triple digit odds, higher than 100 to one. And that's typically because the week after a major, you're not going to have the elite players show up. And you don't have many of those guys this week. You've got uh, Tony Finau, Hideki Matsuyama. It's, uh, and also for those elite players, they're not going to be completely focused. And uh, let's be honest, not care a whole lot about winning a tournament like this. Uh, so you've got a lot of guys here who are fired up to play for this. Motivation's a factor you have to handicap. I'm looking at uh, guys who haven't won yet. And they see this as an opportunity to uh, get in the win column for the first time. I've bet Maverick McNeely several times this year, typically at much longer odds than this. But he's at 24, 25 to 1 this week. And I think that's worth a play. He was a favorite last week in the Barracuda. He finished in the top 10. But he's been close several times, including at Pebble Beach early this year. Um, Maverick McNeely's about to break through and get his first PGA Tour win. I think it could happen this week. And I can tell you the same thing about Cameron Tringali. In fact, Maverick McNally, uh, excuse me, uh, Maverick McNeely last year in this tournament was tied for second going into the final round and faded on Sunday. Cameron Tringali a couple weeks ago had a shot to win. He faded on the weekend too, but he's been close. He's knocking on the door and that's a guy who could win the tournament this week at 30 uh, to one. I also played Davis Riley, who's been a really sharp player with a lot of uh, sharp, uh, excuse me, a, a player with a pick, by a lot of sharp golf betters this year. Davis Riley, another guy who's close to winning, is right around that 25-30 to 1 range. And then Chez Reeve, who won last week at the Barracuda, he's a 40 to 1, and uh, he's got some positive course history too. So uh, those are four guys I'm looking at in that mid-range uh, price range as far as as far as the odds, who I think have a pretty good shot to win this week. McNeely, uh, right there at around 25 to 1. Riley, and um, Chez Reeve, and who was the other player? Oh, Tringali. Tringali. I got four guys. Uh, if you check out Wes Reynolds, we taped the Long Shots podcast last night. Wes has got several guys. He's putting out uh, 100 to 1 and higher. He's playing some bombs in this tournament. And uh, Garrick Higo, a former UNLV player, is one of those guys at 125 to 1. I kind of like that play as well. Uh, but this is one of those tournaments where you do have a chance to, to hit a long shot and hit a fat ticket. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we like to hear. Hopefully we can cash mm -hmm. one of those guys and uh, bring home a little bit of green. Can't complain about that, Matt. Thank you for your assessment for some golf. And hey, now we can transition into something a little bit different. I know we still got some time, but it's never too early to get into our preview for college football. And you, along with myself, we are Big Ten guys, you being from Purdue, uh, going to school there and myself with Nebraska. And uh, your school, maybe not as much optimism this year, but the odds are telling us that Nebraska could could be having a little bit more optimism. Look, uh, you know just as well as I do how frustrating this team can be and how the odds always kind of overhype this team. But uh, I, I guess I'll save my thoughts on it. I, I want to hear your assessment for the Cornhuskers <laughs> this year. They're plus 250 to come out of the West. Only team ahead of them are the Wisconsin Badgers at plus 175. The Boilermakers 7-1 uh, right now at Bat Rivers. Yeah, I, I don't really recommend betting uh, any of these teams to win the Big Ten title, but if, if you want to talk win totals, I think they're pretty interesting because last year, Purdue was one of my best bets. I'm not typically optimistic about Purdue football necessarily, but the win total last year was five, and I thought that was a great buy-low spot on a Jeff Brom team that I thought would win at least six, maybe seven, including the bowl win over Tennessee. Purdue ended up winning nine. I think Nebraska is looking for that same type of breakthrough season here under Scott Frost, and there's a good chance they're going to get it. Danny, it's a little bit too early to make the call on it, but I, I like the Cornhuskers' chances to upset Oklahoma in that game in Lincoln. I think it's September 17th. And that could be – Scott Frost is really looking for a signature win or two, and that could be one for Nebraska. I think that's September 17th. Is that right? Do you have the schedule in front of you? Um, uh, I will pull it up game. right now. Okay, that's, that's really a big game for the Nebraska program. And what I like most about this team – 
is uh, Casey Thompson, the quarterback who transferred from Texas. Scott Frost did a great job, man. He reloaded quickly in the transfer transfer portal, and then basically that's what you have to do now in college football. It's free agency, and you got to bring in as much talent as you can to win now. And we know Scott Frost. I think going into his fifth season here is uh, is a fifth or sixth year for Scott Frost. He's under um, he's under pressure to win, and I think he's going to do it this year. I'm, I'm not sure how big. When you see, I initially wanted to play Nebraska over its win total, but I think the odds makers set a pretty good pretty good number at seven and a half. I was hoping it was going to be six and a half, and I was going to play it over. But now we're not seeing that number out there in the market. If you look at the schedule, I don't think it's. Uh, Brutal. Let's put it that way. I think Nebraska's really got a chance to pick up seven or eight wins. I'm going to have to err on the uh, cautiously optimistic side and say Nebraska is going to be a seven and five team. It's just hard to make that jump from four and eight to eight and four, even uh, when you do have a, a quarterback the caliber of Casey Thompson, who I, I thought played really, really well for the Longhorns last season. That was a smart move by Scott Frost. It kind of had to break up that toxic. Frost, Adrian Martinez relationship. Martinez has moved on to K-State. Probably a change of scenery will do him good. And I think a new quarterback is going to be a great thing for the Cornhuskers. Danny, I'm going to have to go 7-5. and five. We know how close and competitive the Big Ten West is. There's not much really separating the top five teams. And I did the preview for the VSIN College Football Betting Guide for the Big Ten West. I got to tell you, even the teams at the bottom, Illinois and Northwestern in that division, are going to be better this year. So I think the Big Ten West is going to be really competitive. Yeah, Matt. So they play or they host Oklahoma September 17th, like you were saying. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. you're making great points. I mean, as much as I love to rag on Nebraska, this has to be the year for Scott Frost. I keep saying it, but desperation levels at an all-time high. Hopefully getting a good, smart, talented quarterback in Casey Thompson. And even with the schedule, yeah, you go against Michigan on the road. That'll be a loss. But at least you get Minnesota at home. You get Wisconsin at home. Uh, you're on the road against Purdue, but maybe we're not that high on Purdue. And we already said about Oklahoma at home and even at Iowa you're on the road last game of the season that one's always almost a toss-up so that doesn't scare me too much that they're on the road but I think you're on the right path seven eight wins at absolute most I was hoping we would get a seven but seven and a half seems to be the consensus right now with over being at about even money which may be a little bit tempting but yeah I think at this point your goal should just be to get over 500 so we'll see if we can't get that for the Nebraska Cornhuskers and Matt uh, I'd love to keep going into it with you for Big Ten College Football so we'll have to bring you back soon enough to where we can get a deeper dive. Unfortunately we're up against it but thank you for making some time as always and best luck with your golf bets this weekend. Alright, thanks. You bet Danny. Anytime man. You got it. Matt Eubens at Matt Eubens 247 where you could follow him on Twitter. Like he said, make sure you're getting all the other content at VEASAN.com with Point Spread Weekly for more write-ups not only for golf but pretty much every sport. And speaking of some other sports, how about tennis? You can still bet on tennis and Bet Rivers is getting you hooked up. They're serving up big wins with Bet Rivers' new weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. If you visit BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app, every Wednesday you can receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. That's right. Log in every Wednesday and automatically receive 20% on a profit boost. You can even live stream your favorite tennis players right from the Bet Rivers app. Heat up your summer game with the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. It's a whole new game. Okay, final segment coming our way here on Rush Hour. We're going to continue the conversation in football. We'll bring it to the NFL, talk a little bit of AFC South as we conclude our show here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Edge will check out VEASAN's Best Bets podcast, and there you can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts who are tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks not only in Las Vegas, but across the entire country. So go ahead and download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast right now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available. Final segment here on Rush Hour. It's been a fun night so far. We've talked a little bit of everything, right? Some college football, some golf, some baseball. But let's hop back into the National Football League. Continue our division previews here on the show that we've been doing and our next division that we're going to hop into. How about the AFC South? A lot of people have been touting this Indianapolis Colts team. And let's see why that may be. Now, they are the favorite at Bet Rivers. Their odds to win the division, minus 115. The Titans come next at about plus 160. The Jaguars with a new squad being the coaching staff. They're at 7-1. And then the Texans, the lowly Houston Texans, reside at 25-1. So getting into the Colts, last year they finished with a record of 9-8. And And we know how their season ended. Uh, Not great, right? Losing in their last game of the season, what was it, to the Jags to get eliminated from the playoffs. Didn't really have upper management feeling too good about Frank Reich. So Frank Reich is reportedly on the hot seat when you've been listening to some of these other shows talk about the Colts. And look, we talked about him for coach of the year, and I took a little flyer on him at 22 to 1 because, well, their division kind of stacks up nicely for them. They get Matt Ryan, way more of a competent quarterback than Carson Wentz, and they still have the talent around to make it a viable season. So again, Carson Wentz is out. Matty Ice is in. They drafted Alec Pierce in the second round. That was their first pick in the draft. He's a receiver out of Cincy and really no notable draft picks for this Colts team. And they didn't have the biggest acquisitions aside from the quarterback position, but they're still riding with a great offensive line. Jonathan Taylor, who could be the number one running back when all is said and done this season. Michael Pittman, who had a great year as a receiver last season. You need Paris Campbell to take a step forward, but if he can, very good receiver himself. Mo Cox is your tight end, and I mean, ideally you'd get another wide receiver to help with your weaponry, but look, because of how weak this division may be or just how much of an upper hand you may have, you may not need it to cruise through this regular season, right? A concern for the Colts could be their defense. 
You lose Matt Eberflutes and some of the coaching staff, so maybe the defense takes slightly a step back. We know it's an offensive-oriented league at this point, so as long as that side of the ball can be dominant, they should be okay. But again, let's look at the odds. Their odds to make the playoffs, the yes minus buck 82, the no is plus 149. Their win total at double digits at Bet Rivers over is minus 104. The under 10 is minus a buck 18. So like I always do, let's go ahead and categorize your schedule into three different sections. Winnable games, losable games, and then toss of games, which could go either way. Starting with their winnable games, it starts immediately. Week one at Houston. We know the Texans are going to be at the bottom of the totem pole. Should be an advantageous spot for this Colts team. They should start off 1-0. Probably should start off 2-0, to be honest. Week 2, you're on the road against Jacksonville. And yes, I do think the Jags are going to be way more of a competitive team and actually could have a decent offense now with Doug Peterson as your head coach and Trevor Lawrence getting another year. And, well, you talk about competency, and uh, you got to think that's taken a step up post-Urban Meyer for this Jacksonville team. So I'm not thinking Jacksonville sneaks one there, but I do think it's going to be closer than a lot of people would imagine. But that still should be a winnable game for the Colts. And then you should still have another winnable spot against them at home when you play them in week six. Now, this isn't me clamoring my fist going, they're going to win this. I'm guaranteeing it. No, it's just me looking at it saying, these are the games that will give them the best opportunity to win and they'll be a favorite. So week six versus Jacksonville. Week eight versus Frank Hanrahan's Washington Commanders. You get them at home. Week 12 versus, who knows, Pickett, Trubisky, doesn't matter. The Steelers offensively, I don't trust either of their quarterbacks. And you get them at home. So the Colts should beat the Steelers in week 12. Week 17, yes, you're on the road, but you're against the Giants. Yeah, you got a new coaching staff with Dayball, who has a lot of hype around him based on what he was able to do with the Bills and Josh Allen. But guess what? Danny Dimes is not Josh Allen. We got to stop calling him Danny Dimes. He's just Daniel Jones because he's nothing spectacular. They got a good array of receivers. And if Saquon Barkley can stay healthy, they got good talent in that regard as well. But man, Daniel Jones is just a walking liability out there. I just can't put any faith in him whatsoever. The Colts should have the better team. The Giants offense is eh, still questionable. The offensive line should improve, you would think. But again, not putting any stock into Daniel Jones. Week 18 versus Houston, normally with a top team in the division, I put those Week 18 games in the toss-up games category because if they have the division wrapped up, they got their playoff spot solidified, they'll rest some guys and not need to play. But who knows, maybe they need to win it for home field advantage or because the Titans are actually creeping kind of close. So I'll put that still in the winnable column. Now the losable games, I have six in this area for the Colts. Week 3, you get Kansas City. You do get them at home, but the Chiefs are the better team. Week 5, you're on the road against Russell Wilson in the Mile High City against the Broncos. Week 7, you're on the road against Tennessee. You probably split with the Titans, let's be honest. The Titans aren't going to be bad by any stretch of the imagination. They're probably just not going to be as good as they have been in years past. So Week 7 at Tennessee, more than likely that'll be the game you lose if you split with the Titans. Week 10, you go to Sin City and take on the Raiders. Yeah, we have the Raiders at the bottom of their division, but that's only because they're in the best division in football. That's a game that wouldn't shock me if the Raiders won. Week 13, you go to Jerry World against the Cowboys. The Cowboys are vulnerable to shooting themselves in the foot and losing any given game. I mean, so are the Colts. Take the last game of the regular season last year, for example. But look, the Cowboys have done it themselves. But uh, you got to think maybe the Cowboys can be a tad bit more stable this year. And then week 16, incredibly high on the Chargers. We've talked about this ad nauseum, but you do get them at home. Maybe you make it closer than it usually would be, but the Chargers should have the upper hand in that game. Then we move on to the toss-up games. The 50-50 spots could go either way. Probably wouldn't surprise me. Week 4 versus Tennessee. I, I get it. I mean, I'm still saying you should split with them, but hey, who knows? Tennessee could still beat you twice. They still have enough talent to get you in that spot if you're Tennessee to be in a position to win both games. It's just I give the advantage to Matt Ryan in the quarterback position over Ryan Tannehill right now. And yeah, you can give Matt Ryan a lot of grief because of what his numbers have been the last couple of years. But now that he actually has weapons surrounding him and good coaching, you got to think that takes a step forward and gets a nice boost from moving on to the Colts. So yes, I give the nod to Matt Ryan, but still that game will be a toss-up game. 
Same with Week 9 at New England against the Patriots. We talked about the Patriots last night, and I'm not really that high on New England. I think I had them at 8-9 and nine for their record, but there are going to be some games where they can sneak out an impressive dub, and it really would not blow my mind to think that they could do that at home against the Colts. I don't think that would shock anybody. Week 11 versus the Eagles. I think the Colts are better than the Eagles right now. I still need to be sold a little bit more on Jalen Hurts. I was a big supporter of him starting at the beginning of last year, but then once you really started to get more of a sample size and see the other quarterbacks that he has to go up against, you need to get his skill set to expand more. So you need to get more consistent throwing, accuracy, power, all the above that you want from your quarterback. So I'm not too... I'm just not fully there with Jalen Hurts. You get them at home. The Eagles, yes, they got a little bit better this offseason, but I give a slight nod to Matt Ryan. It's probably more than a slight nod, but yeah, the nod in the quarterback position goes to Matt Ryan. But still, because it's a little bit later in the year, Eagles still have a good roster. That is a toss-up game. Week 15 at Minnesota. I would normally put this as a losable game. You've heard me talk about the Vikings a lot. I took them over eight and a half wins. I took Kevin O'Connell, coach of the year, at 20 to 1. Yeah, I probably think the Vikings end up winning that game, but it is post bye week for the Colts, so maybe that gives them a good opportunity to make this a really close game. And you talk about teams that shoot themselves in the foot. Minnesota are the the Vikings are the kings of doing that, right? But they have a new coaching staff. Maybe the tide will turn. But all in all, looking at this Colts team, my projection, I have them about 9 to 10 wins. Now, I had a lot of optimism for this team before I looked at the schedule, but looking through that schedule, maybe not as much conviction as I thought I would have here. I mean, the big question is, how good is Tennessee? And are the Colts going to be able to play competitively on the road? That's the big difference from this being a single-digit win team to a double-digit win team. The games at New England and at Las Vegas are going to be very... Very telling to how this season is going to go on for the Colts and if they're actually a Super Bowl contending squad, right? So the win total is a little bit too high for me because we see it at 10 and a half, or 10 rather. So I, again, I mean, because I see them 9 to 10, I, I really don't think it's a bettable play as of this moment. It could be an in-season bet if you find a better number, if you think they're doing better than they actually should, that may be a way to attack it. But if you want to bet them before this season starts, I think you should just go with them to win the division at minus 115. It's not ideal to lay a price, but you may not need to get double-digit wins or at least 11 wins to win the division, and then you can still cash in the minus 115. So that may be a play I come back to and actually pull the trigger on, and that would be the only way I would look to bet the Colts as of this moment. That's about all the time we got here, folks. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Rush Hour. Much more football, NFL, college, and baseball tomorrow when we're back in action. And until then... Take care, folks. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.